Chances are nobody has taught you the skill of effectively disagreeing with people until now. And you don't have to look very far to find contrary opinions about food. So I think it makes it a great area of life to learn the skill of effectively disagreeing. Welcome to the Binge Eating Coach Podcast, the podcast that helps you go from intellectually knowing how to stop binge eating to really taking action and healing your relationship with food because you deserve more space in your life for the things that really matter to you. My name is Krista Couch, your host, recovered bulimic and binge eating coach. Now let's get started. Hi friends. So this podcast episode was actually inspired by one of those weeks where a lot of my clients were going through the same thing. And it came up in so many different sessions that I just decided this is probably something that would be great to talk about in the podcast. And when I talk about effectively disagreeing, I'm sure that can bring different things to mind for different people. But what I really want you to get out of this episode is a feeling of confidence in knowing how to navigate difficult conversations in a way that can help you trust yourself more and to be clearer on where you stand. Because I think what can be the most tricky about this topic of effectively disagreeing is that especially with food and weight and topics like that, there can be this feeling of rejection or shame that's really underneath the surface. And when those things are going on and when there's deeper feelings like that playing into things, really learning how to communicate effectively and discuss issues around food can be challenging. And so whether you're listening to this podcast and maybe you disagree with your husband about food or somebody close to you is always talking about their diet, or maybe you're finding that it's just completely different areas of your life, you're finding that you're exhausted by the way that you disagree with somebody My hope is that this episode can really help you navigate the emotions under the surface. I am going to provide you with three tools that can help you effectively disagree. And there are things that I've learned as a coach. And my hope is that they can empower you to learn to love yourself in a deeper way. So really, I do think the most important part of this episode is getting to the point where you're clear on your opinions And I think that when you feel confident in yourself, your relationships can be stronger. And at the core, as humans, we want to be accepted. And I think that's why the topic of disagreeing can be so challenging is because we want to be accepted. And when we feel rejected and when we feel shame, that can be really hard. But it doesn't have to be something that keeps you stuck. It doesn't have to be an area where you feel really challenged or defeated. So... I also think the topic of disagreeing is kind of an interesting topic because nobody teaches how to effectively disagree. We learn how to get other people to agree with us. And most of us don't really know how to disagree on certain topics. I think of maybe going into a room where everyone's talking about whether you're a cat person or a dog person. That might feel like a doable conversation that's lighthearted. And as soon as deeper emotions start to get braided in, 
a conversation can quickly go south. Something that's kind of silly, but I enjoy doing is just scrolling through the Nextdoor app. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically an app where you can have conversations with people in your neighborhood. And as you can imagine, things can get heated and I find it very funny to browse through it sometimes. But what I notice is that people really don't know how to disagree in an effective way and things can feel like you're looking at a conversation and people are just conflicting, but nobody's really understanding each other or really growing from that conversation. And even though I find it really funny, I do think that if we can learn something from that for the relationships that matter the most to us, it can really help us. So the three things that I really want to share with you today and help you with are principles that I've learned as a coach to help you effectively disagree. And the first one is the skill of understanding. When we listen to somebody who disagrees with us, a lot of us associate that with agreeing. And we are built to avoid discomfort. And so if that brings up discomfort, it can be an area of tension. And as humans, we all want to be understood. And so we sometimes miss out on an opportunity to connect by not being able or willing to listen. And so one thing I like to think about is what's the emotion that can help you listen to somebody and learn from them and not have your views necessarily change. And for me, I think that emotion's this feeling of openness. And one thought that can really help me get to the place of openness is just Stating as a fact, you can seek to understand without agreeing. And if you find that there's an area where you're having a hard time listening to somebody or coming to an agreement, really coming back to this and this thought, you can seek to understand others without agreeing could be a helpful place to start. Also, when it comes to understanding, one thing that's really helped me is as a coach, I'm trained to hold space. And as a coach, it makes it very easy to disagree with somebody. My clients can say something that I completely disagree with and it doesn't even come into my mind during a session because at that time I'm really in a place of seeking to understand. And as a coach, I actively work on getting to a point where I'm not judging and I don't worry about my beliefs. I just focus on listening to my client and helping them understand their own brain. And I don't always perfectly do this in my own life, but it is something I like to come back to because I think that really is a place where effective communication can happen. When you really think about trying to help yourself understand the other person you're communicating with, it might not be an easy thing to do. And it's a skill that might need some development, but it is a great place to communicate and understand each other from when you hold space and you let go of judgment or agendas. So that's a skill that can make a huge difference in getting to a point of understanding. The second skill I want to talk about is understanding your feelings. I think the really important piece of this is that when a disagreement is really challenging, it's often because of the feelings beneath it. If you're feeling rejected and you're feeling shame, like I was talking about earlier, those feelings really can be wrapped up in a disagreement. 
and make it so much more painful. And you can learn a lot from the feelings that are coming up if you really pay attention to them. Our feelings tell us a lot about what's actually happening. And it makes it so much easier to communicate once we've investigated the feelings coming up beneath the surface that are making it hard. As a coach, I found that even disagreements about really small, silly, maybe insignificant topics can tell us a lot about what's maybe going on beneath the surface. So I was trying to brainstorm a few topics that there's a lot of disagreement around. And one of the first things that came to mind for some reason was bananas. People have very strong opinions about whether or not we should eat bananas. I personally eat bananas. (laughs) And I think that they're such a great food. But let's say you're seeing people or you hear somebody say, oh, bananas, those are terrible. And you maybe have eaten a banana that morning and you're feeling insecure about your body. You're feeling uncomfortable because of the weight that you've gained from binging. The feelings that might come up when somebody talks about their opinions about bananas might be a little bit deeper than just this trivial topic of bananas. There's also other topics that there's a lot of disagreement on, like intermittent fasting or the term all food is good food. And what I want you to start to pay attention to and try to understand is what feelings come up around those topics for you. What are your opinions around those topics? If you can make space and validate and try to understand your own opinions, that's a really good place to start to communicate with other people. And so those are just more of topics that I want you to brainstorm your emotional experience around and start to just pay attention to what's coming up. Then the final thing that I want to talk about when it comes to effectively disagreeing, and the third principle is embracing discomfort. Having opinions, disagreeing, those things can feel uncomfortable. And when it comes to changing the way that you approach food, Somebody is going to disagree with you, and you might feel uncomfortable feelings. You might also have to establish your opinions on different topics that are food-related. That might also be challenging. That might also bring up uncomfortable feelings. And when you are in the process of learning how to listen to yourself, there might be times when you feel like you're not doing a very good job at it. Uncomfortable feelings come up during the human experience. And so if you can embrace those feelings of discomfort, when you can give yourself compassion and you can approach your own thoughts and your own patterns with curiosity, disagreeing with other people begins to be easier. So one thing that I really wanna leave you with today is an understanding that disagreements are part of being human but they are also an opportunity for you to become more confident in yourself, to work through the deeper issues going on with food and other areas of your life. And so I hope this podcast episode really helped you. And especially during the holiday season, I think it's just a great topic to talk about. So I hope that you have an amazing rest of your Tuesday and have a happy new year. I will talk to you next week on the Binge Eating Coach podcast. Thank you. 
I know you want to overcome binge eating and have an easier relationship with food, but it's easier said than done sometimes. And there's a lot of things that I know now that I wish I knew when I was going through this and I was trying to overcome binge eating. And so I created a course with all of the things that I wish I knew about motivation and obstacles that come up. If you want to learn more and sign up for this course, you can find it at kristacouchcoaching.com slash course. I look forward to seeing you there.